going on everybody welcome to the music matters media podcast today we have a super exciting episode you have been living under a rock if you don't know what we're about to discuss i'm talking about the 65th annual grammy award show that took place sunday night february 5th it was stacked this year so many heavy hitters so many categories to get through eric i have Some fun facts here for you. The ceremony was held at the Crypto.com Arena, better known, and as I like to refer to, the Staples Center in Los Angeles on February 5th, and it recognized all the recordings between October 1st of 2021 to September 30th of 2022. Those were the cutoffs for this past award show. It was hosted by Trevor Noah, who also hosted the 63rd and 64th ceremonies. Everybody loved him so much. He returned again this time around. And here's some fun facts, Eric. We got Beyonce receiving the most nominations, nine, and tied with Maverick City Music wow, out of those crazy. for four wins out of those nominations. So Beyonce got nine nominations, four wins followed by Kendrick Lamar with eight nominations and three wins. And then you have Adele and Brandi Carlile with seven nominations each. Going back to Beyonce really quick, the reason why this was so legendary is this was a total of 88 nominations for Beyonce. And she tied. She's now tied with her husband Jay-Z as the most nominated artist in Grammy history. Both of them. Wow, that is... That's very endearing. I love that, that both husband and wife are are tied for that. That's so cool. Super cool. Another cool fun fact, which is kind of insane to think about. This has been long overdue. Bad Bunny's album that came out in 2022 became the first Spanish language album to be nominated for album of the year. Wow. The very first. Can you believe that? That is a milestone. And going back to Beyonce, Beyonce passed the record for the most Grammy Awards in the ceremony's history with a total of 32. So she surpassed the all-time. Now she currently holds that record of all-time. So not only does she have a tied nomination, 88 nominations with Jay-Z, and not only did she receive nine nominations this past show and won four, But because of those four wins, now she surpassed the record and has a total of 32. So that is the most 
officially now in Grammy Awards history. That is crazy. I can't even imagine what it must feel like to have four more added to your collection, man. I mean, not even just the four more added, but to be the all-time Grammy winner is just something that's out of this world. And of course, Beyonce is going to be the artist to do that. So congratulations to her. A lot of milestones were achieved. And just for the general public's knowledge, I know that a lot of people hate on the Grammys and have a lot to say about the Grammys. But despite that, they had a total viewership of 12.4 million. So it actually increased this year. And I get it. As we were growing up, it used to be double that number. And along the way, the Grammys lost their relevance. But the number increased this year to 12.4 million. So that is saying something. People are still interested for better, for worse, whether you're there to watch and criticize or you're there to watch and and enjoy. People are still watching. 12.4 million people are still watching. It just goes to show you the nature of these things. You know, they they tend to fluctuate, but it doesn't mean that, you know, the importance is completely gone, you know? So with that, let's just go down the list of the categories and their winners. Okay, let's see our reactions to the categories and the winners. And disclaimer, we are not going to get through every category. We're just going to go through the main ones right now. We will share a link in the description if you guys want to go through every single category to see the winners of the night. But these are the main categories and winners that we're about to go through and react to. So with that being said, Eric, go for it. Okay, starting things off with the best music video category. The contenders were Taylor Swift for All Too Well, Adele for Easy On Me, BTS for Yet To Come, The Most Beautiful Moment, Doja Cat for Woman, Kendrick Lamar for The Heart Part 5, and Harry Styles for As It Was. The winner in this category was Taylor Swift for All Too Well. No brainer, in my opinion. Yeah. All Too Well 10-minute version, that was like a mini movie that that music video yeah you're not lying but like you said before you know right off the bat stacked category of course a lot of heavy hitters but ultimately that's why i wanted to win glad she won if any music video in her discography was going to win this i hope that it would be for all too well the 10 minute version i'm glad that it did nice and i'm glad that your pick was the one that ended up winning All right, moving forward, we have Producer of the Year, non-classical. We have Jack Antonoff. We have Dan Arbach. We have Boy Wanda. We have Die. And we have Dernst. And the winner of the category was Jack Antonoff. I saw that moment when he won. Super stoked on this. Yeah. He produced, I mean, he continues to produce Taylor Swift's records. He has been for the longest time now. One of my all-time favorite records 1989 such a highlight in her career and her discography but this past record midnights and spoiler alert the 1975 record that made my number one my record of the year last year he also produced as well so he definitely deserves in my opinion another one that i was hoping would take the win yeah but of course you know you've got other really awesome heavy hitters here like don Auerbach from the black keys of course, Boy Wanda, who's worked with Beyonce and Kendrick Lamar. And, I mean, come on. 
Durnst Demile Emile the second. I mean, anybody who works with Silk Sonic has my respect. So, coming up on the next category, Best Musica Urbana Album. We had Bad Bunny for Un Verano Sin Ti, Raw Alejandro for Trap Cake Volume 2, Daddy Yankee for Legend Daddy, Faruko for La 167, and Maluma for The Love and Sex Tape. And the winner in this category was Bad Bunny for Un Verano Sin Ti. Another one. I wanted him to win. Last year was Bad Bunny's year. He took the world by storm. He has been for years now. And it shows the streaming numbers, the stats. And I get it that streaming numbers aren't everything. It's about the quality of the music. But this guy can can do both. He's getting the streams for a reason. Both internationally and with non-Spanish speaking listeners as well. And he tapped into that market and has been killing it. So universally... Everybody has been on the Bad Bunny train for a while now. He killed it with this record, released it at the perfect time. Such a party record, such a vibe, wanted him to win. I understand that this is also a very heavy-hitting category here. Maluma, Daddy Yankee, he's a veteran, come on now. But I wanted Bad Bunny to win, so, so far we're doing pretty well here. Definitely. All right, moving forward, we have Best Americana Album. We have Brandy Carlisle in These Silent Days, Dr. John, Things Happen That Way, Keb Moe, Good to Be, Robert Plant and Allison Cross, Raise the Roof, Bonnie Raitt, Just Like That. And the winner of this category was Brandy Carlisle in These Silent Days. Another one, I think this was a no-brainer. Yeah, very well-deserved. But I am very pleased to see that Bonnie Raitt is in here. And that Robert Plant and Alison Krauss are also here. It's amazing to see Robert Plant still making music. You know, for all of us Led Zeppelin fans, we love him to death. And it's great to see that he is still out there. The partnership he's got with Alison Krauss is fantastic. But yes, Brandy Carlisle is just on that wave, man. She is phenomenal. And I think out of all categories for her to win in, this is her category. Yeah, absolutely. This, sure. this is her bread and butter. Okay, coming up. Best Americana Performance. We have Bonnie Raitt, Made Up My Mind, Eric Alexandrakis, Silver Moon, A Tribute to Michael Nesmith, Asleep at the Wheel, featuring Lyle Lovett, for There You Go Again, Blind Boys of Alabama, featuring Black Violin, for The Message, and Brandy Carlisle, featuring Lucius, for You and Me on the Rock. And the winner for this one turned out to be Bonnie Raitt. Shout out to Bonnie Raitt. Yeah, legend, man. Absolute legend. Legend, well-deserved. It's about time Bonnie Raitt got her flowers. Yeah, you're not kidding. I, I feel bad that every time she goes to these things, she almost never walks away with anything. So it's great to see that she's still respected. She's still, you know, getting awards, still making music. It's so awesome. Such a great feeling to see. Such a great feeling to have. So, so far, so good, Eric. No complaints here. Moving on, we have Best Country Solo Performance. We have Willie Nelson, Live Forever, Kelsey Ballerini, Heart First, Zach Bryan, Something in the Orange, Miranda Lambert, In His Arms, and Marin Morris, Circles Around This Town, and the winner of this category, Willie Nelson, Live Forever. How could he not win it? I mean, he is the legend legend willie nelson we're talking about people yeah. i mean the second that he's thrown in the category it's an automatic in yeah. my mind however i also 
I, I genuinely believe that if anyone stood a chance at winning this one, it would have been either Miranda Lambert or Maren Morris. I also want to give a shout out to Zach Bryant. He made my top 10 albums of 2022 and something in the orange was the first track that I ever heard by him, which then led me to listen to his album, which I absolutely loved and adored. So I was rooting for him realistically. I realized that Willie was going to take it, but I was rooting for Zach Bryant. Also, am a fan of Marin Morris, I will say that. But then you have Kelsey Ballerini, who is a monster when it comes to country music. And Miranda Lambert's a vet in country music. So Yeah, definitely. This one was tough. This one was tough. All right. So following up with that is Best Country Album. We have Willie Nelson for A Beautiful Time, Luke Combs for Growing Up, Miranda Lambert for Palomino, Ashley McBride for Ashley McBride Presents Lindville, and Marin Morris for Humble Quest. And the winner was Willie Nelson for A Beautiful Time. Again, so pretty much what I just said, what you yeah. just said, once Willie's thrown in the category, we know that right. most likely going to go to Willie. However, Luke Holmes, Miranda Lambert, Ashley McBride, Marin Morris, all in their own right, deserve to be in this category alongside willie so shout out to all of them yeah for sure all right moving forward we have best alternative performance wet leg with chase lounge arctic monkeys there'd better be a mirror ball big thief certainty florence and the machine king and the yeah yeah yes and the winner was wet leg and I get it. I get why they won. Listen, for a lot of the people on the Music Matters Media staff, they absolutely loved Wet Leg, their big debut. They loved their performance. They loved their debut album, their vibe, just everything about their musicality. So I understand the appeal. Looking at this category, the yeah, yeah, yes, they've been around for such a long time. So was rooting for them. Also, Florence and the Machine King. Florence and the Machine. They've been around for years. And Florence Welsh, man. Her voice. It's unlike anything. Unlike anyone else, really. So tough. Tough. But shout out to Wet Leg. I mean, that says a lot for your debut. Yeah, exactly. And I I love that, you know, for a band that's just really starting that, you know, they're getting their big break this this early. Okay, following that is Best Alternative Album. We have Wet Leg for Wet Leg, Arcade Fire for We, Big Thief for Dragon, New Warm Mountain, I Believe in You, York for Fasora, and the Yeah Yeah Yeahs for Cool It Down. The winner was Wet Leg for Wet Leg. And I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it because seeing the rest of the category, I know Big Thief was another big contender in this category. Yeah Yeah Yeahs, as I said before, they're always big in this category for alternative, and they've been around for quite some time. So if there's anybody else that I would have rooted for, it would be yeah, 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 but definitely not mad at Wet Leg. So congratulations to them. Yeah, definitely. Congratulations, guys. Well-deserved. Okay, best rock album. We have Ozzy Osbourne, Patient Number 9, The Black Keys, Dropout Boogie, Elvis Costello and the Imposters, The Boy Named If, Idols, Crawler, Machine Gun Kelly, Mainstream Sellout, and Spoon with Lucifer on the sofa. And the winner was Ozzy Osbourne, Patient Number 9. 
And to be quite honest with you, Eric, if anybody else would have won this category, I would have been upset. <laughs> Me too. Honestly, I, I personally think it wasn't even close. However, if at the very least the Black Keys would have taken it, I would have been okay with that. I would have been okay if not Ozzy, I would have been okay with Idols, Crawler, because I think that they're a band worth checking out. I love their message behind their music. If I had to pick anyone other than Ozzy, I would say Idols, but really in my mind, by far, should be Ozzy Osbourne, so glad that he won another Legacy Act. You know the Grammys, they love their Legacy Acts. Yeah, they do. And it's just really awesome, especially now that Ozzy's retiring, at least from touring. So honestly, this feels like an awesome victory, not just for him, but for us metalheads everywhere. Okay, so coming up, best rock performance. We have Brandy Carlisle for Broken Horses, Brian Adams for So Happy It Hurts, Beck for Old Man, Black Keys for Wild Child, Idols for Crawl, Ozzy Osbourne featuring Jeff Beck for Patient Number 9, and Turnstile for Holiday. And the winner was Brandy Carlisle for Broken Horses. This is where, in my opinion, things start getting a little hazy. The Grammys so far had me up until this point, but they're using the term rock very loosely here, in my opinion. I get that she would technically fit under that umbrella, but yeah, when yeah. you when you think about rock performer, she's not the first go-to that you think of. Not knocking her as a performer and not saying that technically it falls under the umbrella of rock because she's more Americana and arguably heartland rock. And so I understand that she gets thrown in there, but yeah. to win the category of rock and it's just solely rock, kind of questionable for me for me i would have liked to see ozzy take this or as i said before idols or especially turnstile with holiday shout out to turnstile for even getting nominated they are going on tour opening for blink this year cool so definitely a band to check out if you're into hardcore if you're into punk definitely a band to check out so I am kind of iffy on this one. Nothing against Brandy Carlisle. She's extraordinary, and she is quite the performer. Do I think about her when I think just straight rock and rock influence? Not automatically. Yeah, I know what you mean. She's. I don't even want to call her rock adjacent. She can definitely dabble in rock. I know she recorded a cover of a Soundgarden song, and she sounded fantastic when she did that, so... It's known that she can dabble in rock when she wants to, but yes, uh, she's not the first name I think of when I think of that as well. Nothing against her, though. Congratulations to her. It has nothing to do with that. It's just a little bit of a head-scratcher, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. Then next, we have Best Pop Solo Performance. We have Adele, Easy On Me, Bad Bunny, Moscow Mule, Doja Cat, Woman, Steve Lacey, Bad Habit, Lizzo, About Damn Time, and Harry Styles with As It Was. What a heavy-hitting category. But you already know the winner, Adele, with Easy On Me. But yes, you're right. To your point, another stacked category. This could have gone to could have gone to anybody, really. Yeah, but, I mean, come on. It's Adele. I mean, she's more than deserving. Yeah, so incredibly happy that she won. I wanted her to win. I wanted her to walk away with something. I mean, it's Adele. And when you throw the name Adele in the mix, and especially at the Grammys, you know that she's going to be nominated. 
and I was hoping for her to take home something. So I'm glad. Me too. All right. So coming up, best pop duo slash group performance. We have Sam Smith and Kim Petras for Unholy. We have ABBA for Don't Shut Me Down. Camila Cabello and Ed Sheeran for Bam Bam. Coldplay and BTS for My Universe. And Post Malone and Doja Cat for I Like You, a happier song. And the winner for this category were Sam's the winners for this category were Sam Smith and Kim Petras for Unholy. How'd you feel about this win? I personally thought it was a very well deserved win. Me too. I was happy about this win and not surprised at all, honestly, because just being completely objective in looking at this, Unholy made the most impact out of the songs in this category both in the mainstream and all over the internet, especially TikTok. It went viral, that song. So, yeah, this was not a shocker whatsoever. Shout out to Sam. Shout out to Kim. Happy for them, really, genuinely. Yeah, me too. And what a what a beautiful acceptance speech that was. Following that, we have Best Pop Vocal Album, Harry Styles with Harry's House, ABBA, Voyage, Adele, 30, Coldplay, Music of the Spheres, and Lizzo with special, and the winner was Harry Styles for Harry's House. Yeah, I mean, it's, again, it's another stat category in my opinion. So I, I and personally- it's tough compared it to tough. like- It is tough. Adele. I, I thought she'd take it, honestly. Lizzo. I thought if, if anyone was going to take this, it would either have been Adele or Lizzo. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. But you know what? Shout out to Harry. Harry deserves some love too. Why not, Eric? Why yeah. not? Plus, he's really been- you know, busting his ass to stand apart from, you know, his previous musical identity in One Direction. And Which I'd is say extremely hard to do. It is very That's hard. not an easy thing is to come up from a boy band, not just any boy band, one of the biggest boy bands, and to form your own identity and your own solo career and be successful doing that. And I think that Harry's House cemented that for Harry. So, you know what? It it makes sense and yeah for sure he's definitely the world sees him as a completely different kind of musician nowadays because of that yeah i think he's earned the respect yeah definitely okay so coming up best r&b song we have beyonce for cuff it mary j blige for good morning gorgeous money long for hours and hours jasmine sullivan for hurt me so good and pj morton for please don't walk away and the winner was beyonce for cuff it did anybody think that it was going to be anybody else other than Beyonce? I know. And listen, listen, with all due, Mary J. Blige and oh Jasmine Sullivan, I really, if anybody else were to win. Yeah. Powerhouse vocalists. Man. Yeah. So I'm not saying that it was just, oh, a no brainer. But at the same time, once Beyonce is thrown in there and the influence that she has and the impact that that record made it kind of becomes, yeah, she's probably going to win this. And she did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So shout out to Beyonce. Now we're heading into best R&B album. We have Robert Glasper with Black Radio the Third, Mary J. Blige with Good Morning Gorgeous, Chris Brown with Breezy, Lucky Day with Candy Drip, and PJ Morton with Watch the Sun. And the winner was Robert Glasper for Black Radio the third i personally was hoping for mary j blige for good morning gorgeous yeah i was pulling for mary j too and if not mary j i also thoroughly enjoy lucky day as well 
But shout out to Robert Glasper. I do not condone Chris Brown coming after Robert Glasper the way that he did and being yeah, obnoxious. Same. Oh, who's Robert Glasper? Who's Robert Glasper? And then him backpedaling later on and apologizing. And yeah, and that doing, was just doing it in such a half-assed way. Oh too. man, so ridiculous. Chris Brown, come on, man, just grow up. For real, <laughs> grow up. Anyway, shout out to Robert Glasper. Congratulations on your win. Most definitely. Okay, so coming up for best rap song, we have Kendrick Lamar for The Heart Part 5, Jack Harlow featuring Drake for Churchill Downs, DJ Khaled featuring Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, John Legend, and Friday for God Did, Gunna and Future featuring Young Thug for Pushin' P, and Future featuring Drake and Thames for Wait For You, and the winner was Kendrick Lamar for The Heart Part 5. Another one that I would be thoroughly upset if Kendrick did not win. Yeah, me too. I mean, my opinion at least, it wasn't even close. Wasn't even close. No, I totally agree with you, Eric. Was not even close. And moving on, best rap performance, we have Kendrick Lamar, The Heart Part 5, DJ Khaled featuring Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, Jay-Z, John Legend, and Friday for God Did, Doja Cat with Vegas, Gunna and Future featuring Young Thug for Push and P, and Hit Kid and Glorilla, FNF, Let's Go, and the winner for Best Rap Performance was also Kendrick Lamar, The Heart Part 5. Another one that wasn't even close. Was not even close. Congrats, Kendrick. Congrats. For real. All right. So the next one, building off of that, Best Melodic Rap Performance, we have Future featuring Drake and Thames for Wait For You. DJ Khaled featuring Future and SZA for Beautiful, Jack Harlow for First Class, Kendrick Lamar featuring Blast and Amanda Reifer for Die Hard, and Lotto for Big Energy Live. The winner for this one was Future featuring Drake and Thames for Wait For You. Shout out to Future and Drake and Thames for Wait For You. See, this is a totally different category. There's a difference between best rap performance and song and album versus melodic rap performance. Now we're talking about something that makes you move, something that sets the vibe at a party. Mm -hmm. This category for me and the win makes total sense. Makes total sense. Shout out to Thames for getting her Grammy here. She carried that song. And then to have Future and Drake on it, they rarely ever miss when they're both involved on a track. So They're a dynamic duo. Shout out to Wait For You. This was definitely a song of the summer. And it was up against some some other heavy hitters. Die Hard, Kendrick Lamar, and Lotto, Big Energy, First Class, Jack Jack Harlow. All these songs were in rotation for a long time. But uh, I'm happy that Wait For You won. I will say that. Yep, I'm happy that it won. Personally, I was hoping for Kendrick Lamar for Die Hard just because that's one of my favorite songs off of that album. Me too, man. Me too. Uh, Yeah, you know, we <laughs> go hear our thoughts on that. But uh, yeah, well-deserved one. Okay, this is the main one for hip-hop. Best rap album, Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, DJ Khaled, God Did, Future, I Never Liked You, Jack Harlow, Come Home, The Kids Miss You, Pusha T, It's Almost Dry, and by far, cannot stress it enough, the winner was Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale, and the Big Steppers. One of the only albums, not the only, but one of the only albums that 
we both had crossover on for our top 10 albums of the year list. Yep. And listen, I know that for one of the previous categories, you said that you would have been thoroughly disappointed had Kendrick not won that one. Yeah. This is the category that I personally would have been very disappointed in if Kendrick hadn't won it. Because what an album. You're not wrong. My God. I mean, sure, one song alone is powerful, but that entire album, I mean, come on. Please go listen to our episode on that album if you haven't checked it out yet. That was a very popular one for us last year. That was one of our most listened to episodes last year was Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morrell and the Big Stepper. So if you haven't heard it yet, please go check it out. We had a lot to say about it. And it was certainly one of my favorites to record just because we had so much to say about it. Oh, yeah. Okay, so coming up, best dance slash electronic recording. Another stacked one. We have Beyonce for Break My Soul. Bonobo for Rosewood. Diplo and Miguel for Don't Forget My Love, David Guetta and BB Rexa for I'm Good, Blue, Kay Trinata featuring her for Intimidated, and Rufus DeSoul for On My Knees. And the winner for this one was Beyonce, Break My Soul. And I believe this follows very much in the same head-scratching kind of vein as the other one that we mentioned with Brandi Carlile. Like, it's almost unfair to yeah. stack all these artists against Beyonce. I wasn't too pleased with this, especially being such an avid listener of electronic dance music. I loved this record, Renaissance, and Break My Soul, obviously the hit single, the first single released off of this record. Of course, it's going to be nominated for a Grammy. And of course, throughout Renaissance, it has electronic elements, and it makes sense because it does qualify and it falls under that umbrella, just like how we were discussing about the rock category. But to put it up against these other producers and artists that live and breathe and die by this music, I thought was a little bit questionable. I understand it still qualifies, and by throwing her in this category, of course she's going to run away with it, especially for this record and with this song, which was the lead single. But if it was up to me, I mean, Kate featuring her, Intimidated, that song... I had that heavy rotation. Also, Rufus DeSoul on my knees. I thought that these were some songs that definitely could have been winners if Beyonce wasn't included in this category. I also enjoy Diplo and Miguel. Don't forget my love. Big fan of Miguel. But you know what? It's Beyonce. It's to be expected at this point. So there we go. And moving forward to the best dance electronic album... We have Beyonce, Renaissance, Bonaboo with Fragments. We have Diplo with Diplo, self-titled. We have Odessa with The Last Goodbye and Rufus DeSoul with Surrender. And the winner, as I just alluded to, is Beyonce with Renaissance. Once again, Not same. really fair. Yeah. Not really fair. Yeah. And kind of a head scratcher to fully blown throw her in. Yeah, it, it wasn't even close and not even because... If it was up to me, Eric, if it was up to me, I would give it to either Odessa for The Last Goodbye or Rufus DeSoul for Surrender. The Diplo record had a couple of good songs here and there, but overall was pretty mid. And once Beyonce was thrown in this category, I knew that that was going to be that. Yeah, it was. (laughs) For the others, it was a losing battle. Yeah. And you're right. It is it is unfair. But listen, I mean, what would a Grammy's ceremony be without a couple of head scratchers thrown in the mix here that's why we're here to comment on that exactly okay so the next category is we're heading towards the big categories of the night yep 
these are getting even more high stakes. So, best new artist. Samara Joy, Anita, Amar Apollo, Dami and JD Beck, Money Long, Lado, Maneskin, Toby Nwige, uh, well, I'm sorry, I'm butchering that a bit, Toby and Nwige, Molly Tuttle, and Wetleg. And the winner for this category was Samara Joy. She also took the jazz category. I know we didn't add it to the main category list, but I peeped that while I was making the list, so. Honestly, I really would have thought it would have been Anita. Yeah, I was thinking Anita too. I was also thinking Lotto because she had big energy. That was a hit that played on the radio nonstop. You also have Wet Leg for alternative music. Even Monoskin has yeah, been making yeah. a lot of noise. The crossover from them winning mm-hmm. Eurovision. So yeah, yeah. I was kind of surprised, but at the same time, I thought it was well deserved based on hearing clips. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Her I've music, heard. and I have to do a deep. I admittedly, I have to do a deeper dive now. Yeah, like I when they were presenting the category, I heard a small few second clip of her singing. Her vocals are to die for. That's all I can say. She's just so phenomenal, and the fact that you said that she won the jazz category—that's even more amazing. So, so congratulations, best new artist. Yeah, and what I love is that she's you know compared to maybe some of the others in this category, she's a little less known. So and that's the, the whole point. Exactly. So the fact that she won this is you know more exposure for her. So exactly to give her more recognition and put her on everybody's radar. So exactly. it did just that. Exactly. So I'm I'm content with this. Okay, we are moving on officially to the big three of the night. Record of the year, song of the year, and album of the year. But before we can get into these categories, I do want to specify because I get this question all of the time. So I figured I would clear the air here. Record of the year deals with a specific recording of a song and recognizes the artists, producers, and engineers who contribute to that recording while song of the year deals with the composition of a song and recognizes the songwriters who wrote the song so to break it on down record of the year focuses on the production and song of the year focuses on the songwriting i get that question all the time what's the difference between the two so just wanted to uh, specify that and with that we have for record of the year lizzo about damn time abba don't shut me down adele easy on me Beyonce, Break My Soul, Mary J. Blige, Good Morning, Brandy Carlisle featuring Lucius, You and Me on the Rock, Doja Cat, Woman, Steve Lacey, Bad Habit, Kendrick Lamar, The Heart Part 5, and Harry Styles with As It Was. And the winner, and I'm so happy about this, was Lizzo for About Damn Time. That's actually what I thought about her winning this award. About Damn Time. (laughs) Because, come on. Clever, clever, clever. Because, I mean, come on. How do you... How do you have her in some of these categories and she doesn't win? I mean, she is just... And who doesn't love Lizzo? I just want to point that out. Even if you're not a fan of her music, even if she's just not your vibe, not your style, just her personality and her aura and who she is as a human being is just a ray of sunshine. She's so real, so authentic, and so extremely talented. And I'm just glad that she got recognized. I'm glad that she took home, that she wasn't only nominated, but she took home something. I know. Glad she got the Grammy, man. Yeah, me too. I mean, come on. She she does it all. She dances, she sings, plays the flute. She is just such a walking powerhouse. And for her to not walk away with anything, to me, would have been... Would have been a crime. Would have been an injustice, yeah. Okay, so next up, 
Song of the Year, we have Bonnie Raitt for Just Like That, Gail for ABCDEFU, Lizzo for About Damn Time, Taylor Swift for All Too Well, the 10-minute version, Harry Styles for As It Was, Steve Lacey for Bad Habit, Beyonce for Break My Soul, Adele for Easy On Me, DJ Khaled for God Did, and Kendrick Lamar for The Heart Part 5. And the winner was Bonnie Raitt for Just Like That. I am so happy she won. Wow. Granted, it's another one of those head scratchers because just look at all of these contenders. I, <laughs> I mean, love how for both Record category. of the Year and Song of the Year, both Lizzo and Bonnie were completely shocked that they won Yeah, because of exactly that, Eric. Exactly. And I, I absolutely love this. I love that, you know, she won because, again, I feel like she goes to these things every year, never walks away with anything. And it just really warms my heart to know that, you know, a legend like her can still get awards. And in a sense, this is, you know, kind of exposure for her because, you know, the younger generation so the next will get generation, to exactly. know more about her. Exactly. Yeah. Now, there's, there is one thing I did not like about this. And I only say this because I saw it online. I saw some hatred for her winning because, and it's understandable, I get it. Your favorite artist didn't win and they're were a lot of heavy hitters here but i did see maybe not hatred but some disrespect i'm glad that it wasn't as brutal as other forms of disrespect that we've seen online but it, still there were some people who just didn't understand it didn't agree with it but at the same time i'm glad to see that other people came to her defense they were happy that she won and you know they really backed her up on it and they were just super proud of her as i am so this is really awesome yeah, shout out to Bonnie Raitt. As I said earlier, she deserves her flowers, and I'm glad she's finally yes. getting them. And I also keep alluding to the fact that the Grammys love their legacy acts. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to Bonnie, as you said, it seems like it took a long time for her to finally walk away with some wins. And it's well-deserved. And I think that the reaction is so strong because a lot of people don't, the newer generations don't recognize her and do not recognize her mm -hmm. catalog of music and just how much of an impact she has made. Yeah. And yeah. I get it. This is just for this song specifically. So there is an argument to be said there. Right. right. But I'm happy at the end of the day that people like Lizzo and people like Bonnie can walk away with some wins and that it's not just completely swept by one artist as we've seen yeah. in previous yeah. award shows. The love can go around. Exactly. The love can exactly. go around. There I'm are just... plenty of awards for everybody. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm just happy that she can still, you know, prove to the world how kick-ass of a musician she is. Okay, and the final and arguably biggest category of the night, we have Album of the Year. Harry Styles with Harry's House, ABBA for Voyage, Adele, 30, Bad Bunny, Beyonce, Renaissance, Mary J. Blige, Brandi Carlisle, Lizzo with Special, Coldplay, Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morell in The Big Steppers, and the winner was Harry Styles for Harry's House. And for me, this is the biggest issue that I had in the entire, for the entire ceremony. The entire ceremony, honestly, was going so well. Performances were great, which we'll get to. I was content with who won. I was like, okay, I understand. This and that, okay, not so bad. All right, maybe not. But what I, I didn't have any major feelings, strong enough feelings up until that point to be like oh my god this is ridiculous 
until of course the grammys <laughs> they can't just have a show without doing at least one major whammy and uh so to speak and album of the year for me personally was this with harry styles for harry's house and the only reason why i have such a problem with this is because of the people that he's up against in this category you can't tell me that harry's house made a bigger impact than bad bunny beyonce you got kendrick lamar you got lizzo you got adele i mean I'm glad that Harry got his nominations and his Grammys and that he walked away with wins. Would I call Harry's House album of the year, though? I mean, I think that album was good at best. I don't think it was exceptional, and I don't think it holds a candle to these other records, especially the ones that I pointed out. If anything, if I was pushing for somebody to win album of the year, I would have thought just logically that it would go to Beyonce and then if not Beyonce Bad Bunny I mean he had a tremendous impact this past year and continues to do so so that was a big shocker and then if not then you have as I said you have Kendrick Lamar major for hip-hop now I know that they don't usually like to give hip-hop records album of the year but that would have been a nice refresher for the Grammys I don't know, Eric, uh, you have thoughts about this? I don't have anything against Harry. I liked As It Was. I do like music for a sushi restaurant, Late Night Talking, I think it's called. There's a, there's a couple of tracks on there that I really vibe with and groove to, and, and I can get behind pop vocals and pop performance and all that jazz. But when it comes to album of the year, we're talking about the biggest category and the biggest win of the night, and I just don't think... It even comes close to these other records. I think, if anything, Beyonce was robbed. And if not Beyonce, Bad Bunny. Just my personal opinion. Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about head scratchers. This was the biggest one of the night. And you're right. I mean, against all of those names, I'm just having it a, I'm just having such a difficult time believing that this is the most agreed upon album of the year i mean right even even adele or lizzo i i can kind of see that more yeah me too but for it to be harry for harry's house like i said he had good songs on there but the album as a whole we're talking about compared to these other albums no i'm sorry yeah i don't i can't get behind that i don't believe that either and he had a tremendous year with as it was that went on to be i think his biggest song to date to be honest with you He's been killing it on tour. He's been, this album has been a monster for him in terms of, as I said before, cementing his career. If people didn't believe in it already as a solo musician to be respected. And I'm not hating on any of this, but having a real hard time for album of the year, definitely not album of the year in my opinion. Yeah, me neither. Really such a weird way to end the show. Yeah. And honestly, like, the way I see it is, it is well-deserved insofar as the amount of work he's been putting in to get his music out there, to try to establish himself as his own man and all of that. But really, I don't think that the cultural impact, if you even want to call it that, because I know that it's probably still too early to use that phrase, but just the impact that these albums have had I don't think that the uh, the impact his album has had comes close to something, you know, renaissance 
created or even yeah. that you know mr morale and the big steppers created you know the the yeah. conversation around music throughout last year geared more towards those albums i agree and i and i also want to point out in the same vein of what you're talking about when we look back 10 20 years from now is this going to be the album out of that group that you remember that oh yeah that was album of the year and i understand why probably yeah, not is exactly. it going to hold up is it going to have the same weight yeah exactly That's... because i i think that it barely does now in comparison let alone giving it that amount of time meanwhile those records that you just mentioned those are tremendous records yeah. in in each of their catalogs yeah, same thing with exactly. bad bunny where exactly. you can pinpoint the turning point of the culture that they're driving behind these records and the messages that they're trying to get across. Exactly. Case in point, you know, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers was huge because it was a game changer for hip hop. You know, uh, someone in hip hop decided to get vulnerable, more vulnerable than possibly ever. And that is a huge deal because it's it's a first for hip hop, you know? That's something that you can't really say that Harry's house achieved. And even going back to Bad Bunny, for example, really quick, that album became the first Spanish language album to be nominated for album of the year. How much better would it have been if he got the win for that category? Yeah, exactly. Because it's something that would have carried the genre forward, you know, and that's that's not really something that I can say that Harry's house did, you know, it's not really something that I could say, oh yeah, you know, uh, this album is, is such a It wasn't a, huge... a bad record, it, it wasn't but, a... it, but it was good at best. Yeah, it's not, It's but at the same time, it's not something that I can say, oh yeah, this is going to be something like you Iconic. said. Iconic. Yeah, that's still going to be in the conversation or is going to be talked about for years and years to come, you know? Totally agree. So if I could have one gripe out of the whole entire ceremony, yeah. that would be that, which stinks because that's how the night ended. The only part that I enjoyed about that was when they did the fan segments for each artist that was nominated for the category. And then you had the older woman, the, the yeah, quote unquote grandma it. who announced it. And then he got the win and that's who she was pulling for. So that was a very sweet moment between the two that she got to give him the award and just the embrace that they had. And as a fan, I thought that was cool. But right. as far as him actually winning that award, eh, I thought that was questionable. On a lighter note, before we close out the show, I just want to touch upon the performances for the 65th Annual Grammy Awards. So to give the rundown, we had Bad Bunny, we had Brandy Carlisle, we had Stevie Wonder for a tribute to Smokey Robinson, and then we had Chris Stapleton along with them. We had Lizzo after that. We did have Harry, Harry Styles. We had Casey Musgraves and Quavo and Maverick City Music and Cheryl Crow and Mick Fleetwood and Bonnie Raitt. That was for the In Memoriam section. I thought that that was very touching. We'll get to that. And we had Sam Smith and Kim Petras. We also had Mary J. Blige. And then we had 50 Years of Hip Hop. And with the 50 Years of Hip Hop tribute, we had The Roots, Black Thought, Grandmaster Flash, uh, Melly Mel and Scorpio, Run DMC, LL Cool J, D 
DJ Jazzy Jeff, Salt and Peppa, Rakim, Public Enemy, aka Chuck D and Flavor Flav, De La Soul, Scarface, Ice T, Queen Latifah, Method Man, Big Boy, Busta Rhymes and Spliff Star, Missy Elliott, Nelly and City Spud, Too Short, Swizz Beats and The Locks, Lil Baby, Glorilla, and Lil Uzi Vert. Wow, what a tribute. We will get to that. Then after that, we had Luke Combs. We had Steve Lacey with Thundercat. And to close out the night, we had DJ Khaled, Jay-Z, Lil Wayne, Rick Ross, John Legend, and Friday for God Did. Out of those performances, Eric, what stuck out to you the most throughout the night? So for me personally, my performance of the night for sure, the hip-hop anniversary. Yeah, 50 years of hip-hop. What a tribute. I love that they went through the generations of hip-hop all the way to present day i love that they did that and wow those names i just listed as i was watching it i just kept getting more and more hyped and excited when all of these legends started coming out and i could not believe the star-studded performance that they were able to put on for the 50 years of hip-hop and of course i mean you would expect no less but wow yeah i mean it was just artist after artist and i love that i saw just some of the biggest names up there i mean come on rakim de la soul method man grandmaster flash yeah some standouts for me method man queen latifah big boy busta rhymes missy elliott nelly Salt and Peppa, LL Cool J, Run DMC. I mean, the list goes on and on. Yeah, and there were some that I was surprised were not there, like Jay Z. I was surprised Kendrick wasn't there. I was surprised Fat Joe wasn't there, and he yeah. was in the audience. Yeah. So I would have definitely wanted to see them there. I would have wanted maybe to at least see Q Tip from a tribe called Quest there. But can't listen, win them all, Eric. Can't win them all. That's exactly what LL Cool J said. You know, he said that he was well aware that not everybody was going to be able to go up there. But that that was just the beginning. A lot more projects to celebrate the anniversary of hip hop are planned. Yeah, and so, I'm sure throughout the year with all the different award shows yeah, that this absolutely. isn't the last that we've seen absolutely. of many of these greats. And additionally to maybe hopefully some of the people that you just mentioned. Absolutely. And let me just say before we move on to the next thing, a huge rest in peace to David Jude Jolicure also known as Trugoy the Dove from De La Soul. Unfortunately, he died a few days ago from Long Island. So that's definitely some Long Island pride right there. He was the founder of the group, and he was very instrumental to their success. Such a shame that uh, he couldn't be there, but also just such a shame that he's no longer with us. So rest in power, man. I couldn't have said it better myself, Eric. Shout out to a legend, and may he rest in peace. So the 50 Years of Hip Hop tribute was by far my favorite of the night to have all those star-studded legendary performers on one stage I thought was incredible. And it's, it's hard to top that. It really is. Of course. I mean, how do you follow that, right? But some other highlights of the night, Bad Bunny opening the show. I think he really set the vibe for the rest of the performances and for the show yep, itself. Yep. So that was very much appreciated. I thought Brandi Carlisle did a great job yep. and she killed it as always. She is such an incredible performer. And 
the tribute, the in memoriam section that they had with Casey Musgraves and Quavo and Cheryl Crow and Mick Fleetwood and just to give that tribute to Take Off Who Passed Away yep. and Christine McVie from uh, yeah, Fleetwood yeah. Mac. I thought that was really special. So that was uh, a nice uh, highlight of the night. Lizzo, high energy, about damn time and special. Yep. And that choir energy that yeah, she had and yeah. she brought on stage, the choreography, mm-hmm. the whole vibe. Yep. She's what... What can Lizzo not do yes. at this point? Stevie Wonder, Smokey Robinson, Chris Stapleton. I mean, come on. Fantastic. Fantastic. I also want to give a shout out to Harry Styles. See, yep. I'm going to give Harry some love because he had a huge malfunction during his performance. I don't know if you noticed, but the stage started going the wrong way. So on the spot, all the dancers had to redo the choreography in reverse in order to make it make sense and make it work. And I thought that they did a fantastic job. That's talent. For realizing, holy crap, what are we going to do? Yeah, that is and thinking on your feet. They, Yeah, and they pulled it together and you really wouldn't have noticed too much yeah, until yeah. after the fact when it was pointed mm-hmm. out and yep. that there was a malfunction. So I thought, shout out to Harry Styles and everybody that was involved with yep. that shout performance out. shout out to sam smith and kim petros as well oh my god yeah that was such a performance i know that it was very very polarizing but i thought that for this song you have to yeah do the most i mean yeah i mean have if, you listen to the song if you listen to the song <laughs> yeah if you're gonna if you're gonna make a point go all the way right right and then to close it out with DJ Khaled, Jay-Z, Lil Wayne, Rick Ross, John Legend, and Friday for God Did. They shut down part of the highway. Yeah, just for their They blocked off their, yeah, for their performance. And I thought that each did an amazing job. The Last Supper setup that yep, they had yep. going on. And let's be real here. With Jay-Z's verse, his quote-unquote big comeback verse, that's why... DJ Khaled got so many of these nominations here for God Did is because of Jay-Z. So going on record saying that, not to say that there isn't other talent across the record. Of course, you got so many greats and including my man Lil Wayne, but Jay-Z stole the show for this. I, I don't think that's even a debate. Of course not. There you have it, you guys. Those are our thoughts about the nominees, the winners, the performances of the Grammy Awards. All in all, I think for the most part, they got it right. There were a couple of head scratchers and question marks, but aren't there always? Nothing we can do about that, but hey, as long as it's more good than bad, I'm not complaining. But we want to know what you guys thought of this year's Grammy Award show. Who should have won certain categories? Who did you want to win? Whose performance did you like? What did you not like about it? What do you think they got right? What did they miss? We want to know it all, you guys. So make sure you head on over to www.musicmattersmedia.com and let us know over there. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We are on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. We're on it all, you guys, at Music Matters Media. And don't forget as well to check out our merch. We have a merch store at musicmattersmedia.com. Head over there, click on merch. We got t-shirts and hoodies and crewnecks and mugs and scented candles and snapbacks. We got it all, you guys. We want you to rep. If you love us and support us, we'd appreciate the hell out of you for doing that. It's all good quality stuff, right, Eric? Hell yeah. 
So go buy our merch. Let us know about what you thought about the 65th Grammy Awards. And we will see you in the next one.